Stephen Krotis on SAFM. Well, there's new research from the University of Stellenbosch that suggests that the number of learners who had to repeat grades after COVID-19 declined dramatically. And for grade 10 and grade 11, the percentage of learners who had to repeat the grade dropped by 50% from 2019 to 2020. In Limpopo, for example, in the same year, the percentage of grade 10 learners who had to repeat a grade dropped from just over 40% to just over 20%. I suppose the question then becomes, did something change in the testing? Professor Servas van der Berg is a professor of economics at the University of Stellenbosch who conducted some of this research. She joins us now. Professor van der Berg, good morning. Good morning. Why did fewer learners have to repeat grades? I mean, it's a dramatic decline. Yes, it is indeed. But uh, one has to uh, recollect the situation at the time uh, where a large part of the year was uh, effectively lost for teaching. And uh, one had a situation where learners, if they were tested as in previous years, uh, a large proportion of them simply would not have made it uh, through no, no fault of their own, just given the circumstances. So that there was some leniency introduced, I think uh, one cannot uh, deny that that, uh, that that was necessary. Uh, the question is why it is still continuing, which I think is, is a problem, um, but uh, also uh, that it had obvious knock, knock-on effects. So the number of matriculants, for instance, of those writing matric, increased from 500,000 to 700,000 in between 2019 and 2021. That's a 40% increase in just two years, uh, which is something unheard of. And uh, uh, despite that, the uh, largely the metric results were similar uh, in terms of percentages passing and percentages achieving a bachelor's pass that allows them to go to university. So uh, the, the change had knock-on effects, particularly in metric, and therefore also uh, for the universities who now uh, receive students with some back uh, backlogs in terms of, uh, of some of the work that has never been covered properly in the school system, uh, which uh, of course is something that still affects many of the children currently in school as well. Okay, so if we rate the quality of the education children were receiving in 2019, as let's just call it X, People now, or certainly people then, came through the system but received a quality of education that was lower than what they had received before. In other words, a child who, uh, a learner who matriculated, say, uh, two years ago uh, in 2022, probably received a lower quality of education, less than X, than a learner who had graduated just three years before that. Yes, in effect, that uh, that is a case. Uh, of course, the education authorities did bring in special measures to try to assist matriculants uh, during that period, uh, but uh, there's only so much you can do in the in the uh, limited time available. So I think what you what you're saying is uh, is true. Uh, the problem, though, I think, is that it is continuing. Uh, one can understand why it was necessary at, at the time, uh, but for, for the moment, those leniency measures uh, still continue, uh, and that has an effect throughout our system. So, so in other words, okay, so I can understand the problem. You, you've got an education system designed to take a certain number of learners, right? That, you know, um, mm. without, and also schools take time to build, teachers time to teach, etc. Um, you've got to get this cohort through because otherwise you, your problems will mount up and mount up. 
The problem that you yeah. seem to be pointing to is then that the reduction in quality has become permanent. Yes, that, that, that is a fear. Of course, uh, the one thing which, uh, at least in the, in the matric results, uh, which one, or in the, the, uh, the latter phases of the school system, the further education and training phase, that's from grade 10 onwards, is that the, the leniency measures uh, would have less effect there now because those leniency measures are uh, the, the, the most basic one and or the strongest one was simply that only uh, only a work covered in class will be will be assessed. Now, if that still is the case, but they now cover all the work in class, then of course uh, the leniency measure or that leniency measure does not have such such a great effect. But passing in, in earlier grades uh, was made easier, so one had to uh, get five percentage points less uh, in order to achieve a pass, and mathematics was not considered in the final uh, instance whether you pass or not. Uh, and that still is part of the system. Is there any way to assess, so you spoke about the sort of makeup classes, I know different provinces at one point seem to be doing different things, um, and so it might be a bit patchy or a bit regional. Is it possible to assess how well the sort of makeup classes, the catching up has actually gone? Or have we just given up on catching up and now we're just pushing people through? I think with the exception of the Western Cape, uh, that seems to be the case, that that we we have done very little to, uh, to pr provide support. Uh, and to provide additional support uh, in the Western Cape, they've uh, they've got a program to to try to catch up with that uh, with the uh, for for all those uh, learners who have lost. Um, and and one should remember remember that some of the people mostly affected were in the foundation phase, uh, where uh, basic reading and literacy and and, and numeracy. Uh, has to be dealt with. And if that was not properly done, that has a knock-on effect also to the later grades. Thank you very much indeed. Professor Servas van den Berg is the, director, the Professor of Economics at the University of Stellenbosch who conducted that research.